Are you ready to be totally scared? Welcome to the Van Life Horror Stories podcast. My name is Hillary and I live in a van and I'm here to share stories that are creepy or weird or just random from other van dwellers. I talked with Jason and Sarah of Betty White and the Boondockers, that's their Instagram handle, and they had a pretty wild experience at some remote hot springs in Nevada. And not even just their experience at the hot spring, but leading up to getting there and everything that happened the next morning, it's just a really great story. So let's dive into this. So I did do a little Instagram stalking on you guys, and it looks like you have been on the road since November of 2019. You obviously love hot springs. Like, you go to a lot of those. Is that accurate? Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. We've been camping and living out of a car since August 2019 together. And what inspired that? Well, the place that he was renting, she wanted to turn her apartment into an Airbnb. Figured she could make more money doing the Airbnb thing than having a long-term renter. So she basically was like, out. <laughs> and then Tahoe was so expensive where we were, we were up in Truckee that we both were like, well, F this, the weather's good. Started camping on BLM land, actually. Figure out where we're going from there. If we're gonna try to stay in Tahoe for the winter, or if we're gonna go visit my folks down in Florida, do like a, a trip across country, dude. And you have decided, obviously, to do the cross-country trip. Yep, yeah. we've done two, three, four, four now. Two, like, cross-countries that were fun. And then we've done two mad dashes. Right? What were the mad dashes well, for? <laughs> one up from Florida to yeah. here, where we're back again, because that's when COVID started and it was hitting Florida bad. And we were staying there. I was doing some handyman work and staying on this property that was going to get fixed up and weird neighborhood. We got the cops called on us a bunch of times because they thought we were squatting. We were boondocking <laughs> at what had been an abandoned house. It was no longer abandoned, but all of the people there thought it had been, was still abandoned. So they kept calling the police on us and we were parking in the yard with our pop-up camper and the cops would like rush us in the middle, like, one night, it was like nighttime. There's another horror story for you yeah. shortly. I know. I was like, what is this? I need to hear this whole story now. Time. I'm cooking dinner. He, he's playing the Grateful Dead. And all of a sudden, it's like, police, open up. Get out of the vet. Get out of the camp camper. Like, they didn't even know what to call it. <laughs> so then the guy who had given us permission to stay there, the guy who owned the property, he had to write a letter and we had to laminate the letter and pin it to the front door with a no trespassing sign and all this crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that was going on. So when COVID started, I know Florida, I've lived in Florida and I've been there after hurricanes and shit gets ugly. Yeah. So I was like, no, we have to, we have to leave. So we did a mad dash, like a 24 hour run from there up here to New Jersey, where we are now to stay at my dad's house for a little okay. while. And then we did another mad dash because we were offered sort of summer work back out West. Dang, you guys have done your fair share of road traveling lately. Okay, so you guys went to a remote hot spring in Nevada. Paint a picture for me. What time of day was it? How did you find this place? You know, what was the drive like getting there? Um, what was the energy when you first pulled up? 
Okay, so when we were here in April during COVID hiding out, we went through some old boxes in my dad's barn. And he happened to have, because my dad's kind of an old hippie and he's into hot springs too. So every time he goes out west, he goes and looks for hot springs. So we found these uh, three books. Were they three books? Yeah. Yeah. So we were going through the Nevada section. We didn't have like all the time in the world for this trip. So we decided to focus in one geographic location and we went through and I don't remember what drew me to this spring. I think it was just sort of along the route of everything we were doing. Yeah, on the 50, we, we just decided that there was a bunch of hot springs going that way. Going out from Reno and then down through central Nevada. Okay. Um, so after turning around a couple times to go back, back to Reno to grab. Oh my God. Well, this we, so we had this crazy time already. We had a terrible summer and crazy time. We won't get into it, but we left Reno and then we realized we'd forgotten something. So we, the we, we were out like. Yeah, You're out a, by the Mustang a diaphragm ranch, or like. something that we needed. Yeah, he knows where the Mustang ranch is. I don't want to know how. Anyway. Wait, what's the Mustang ranch? I don't, I don't know, know about it. It's like the bunny ranch, you know, like the Playboy, you know. Oh. Where all the truckers stop to get the kids. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, say no more, say no more. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. Go on, go on. Anyway, so we get back on the road. And first spooky sign, we were driving and all of a sudden the headlights lit up and there was a red truck on the side of the road, but in such a position that it looked like it had veered off suddenly and like slammed on its brakes and, and probably hit the, um, the, guardrail. the guardrail. The door, the passenger door was open and there was a pile of something out underneath the guardrail. I saw it so quickly. I to me i think it might i hope i hope that it was my mind playing tricks on me but i thought it was a body and i oh my god i turned to jason and i was like did you did you see she goes yeah you're like i saw jeans and a orange jacket i go yep yeah that's exactly like i was thinking when i i saw it because i just i was trying not to hit it because it's it was kind of in my my lane a little bit on the you know, over the white line in my lane a little bit. And so I, this was like, on the highway? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on 80, going out of Reno. <laughs> so then the next Reno. quarter mile later, as we're going, did you see? Did, yeah, I we're saw like, his it. headlights blew up again on a dude walking. A dude in a black jacket with his shoulders hunched over, walking along the side of the highway, like all like hunched over. And I was like, oh shit, I'm calling the police like just so he wasn't like trying to like he wasn't trying to be like, he was like it was like he was trying to like sn- like, like sneak, sneak away, away or i don't know it was weird uh, it was weird. the whole thing was there were no he didn't we leave the emergency like, blinkers the? on there was no flare and it was dangerous regardless of anything i mean like we almost hit the car yeah. because it was so dark so i called the police whatever i don't know what happened after that i looked it up i've never seen anything since I pray that someone just pulled over and was walking. Anyway. And how how close <laughs> was that incident mileage-wise, would you guess, to your camp spot? Or like time-wise? Was it a 10-minute drive? You know, uh, it was two couple, hours. Yeah, a couple hours. Oh, good. Okay. Absolutely. I was like, if y'all camped right in that area, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying that was like the spooky, like we were stressed out from this awful summer we'd had and we were still shedding that energy. 
totally. you know, and we just, we felt like crap. Our dog, we have a dog and she is really sick. She's a rescue. And that was like one of the first things we saw leaving Reno nightmare stuff. So, so we keep driving and we keep driving and everything goes fine from then on out. Yeah. And, then and when we, we headed towards Fallon, got off on 50 mm -hmm. and that was a nice, nice drive there. It's a two lane road. So not as much traffic and it was like, I don't know, probably eight o'clock at night or so. And, and this like, is still deserty area, right? Still yeah. desert. Yeah. 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 Desert, central Nevada. The book has really good directions. So we just followed the directions. Yeah. We got off of the 50 and, and took that, yeah. that smaller road mm -hmm. and all the jackrabbits. Oh yeah. There were all these fucking It was like a joke. They were like suicidal or something. Like it was like a mass suicide. They would just start jumping. I'm like, seriously, guys? Because I had to hit the brakes and like, yeah. I'm like, with the trailers, like, <laughs> I'm like, if I rest this thing, because like, because of a jackrabbit, I'm going to feel like a jackass. I, I had three <laughs> rabbits that were like my pets. They were like so, the traveling like, wolverines. They went with me everywhere. Like, so I'm obsessed with rabbits. So of course I'm going, every time one jumps out and he's like fuck i can't hit i can't even risk you know and then and wasn't there one, one that like it, ran down the middle of the road the middle of the road like i'd start driving and like hop forward and i'd like keep driving i'm like what are you doing i'm like honking my horse like, like going back and forth back and forth for like literally a quarter mile yeah like, well, it's just like these rabbits have had their minds messed with, with whatever obviously government experimental <laughs> things are going on. So. Yeah, yeah they probably, their minds are like totally warped out. <laughs> they all probably had like three eyes too and like stuff yeah, that you couldn't even I see. I don't know. We only saw their asses. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened and then we get there and we missed the turn and luckily I had actually set the GPS up and I happened to looked down half a mile after and was like oh we were supposed to turn back there so we turned around and we went back and it's one of those dirt roads that you can only go like you know 25 on and so basically it was dark out we didn't know the lay of the land we had already agreed okay we're just going to sort of get kind of close to it and then camp where we feel is safe so when we turned out it's basically this valley with a playa and the dirt road goes just north north of the playa, I think. And the dirt road was nice and solid and everything. And from our experience at, at Black Rock, you know, driving around Black Rock, we know that the closer you get to the playa, like the softer and finer the sand gets. So in the dark, we didn't want to kind of deal with that. Mm. So we found this pull up and then like he couldn't figure out which way he wanted to back up into it. And first he went head first in and all around. I like, know that struggle. Like, oh, man. And there was no one else out there, right? As far as you could see? Not, not that we knew of, yeah. Because by that time, yeah, it was like 10 o'clock at night. So, I mean. We barely even saw another car on the road since we turned off the 50. I mean, it was like there was no one around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, by then, we were just so tired that we were like, let's just go to bed and explore the hot springs. Because I sort of was like, ooh, maybe we can take a walk down and, and, and go at night, you know? And then I was like, oh, I don't really know. It's pitch black out here. Let's just go to bed. I passed out. He goes to bed. I have trouble sleeping. I mean, usually I feel pretty safe when I'm out, you know, in nature. Like my dad always told me, you're, you're safer out in the middle of nowhere than you are in a city. And I believe that. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, I, I tend to have a little bit of a oh, what if, but, and I finally fall asleep. I wake up and 
at first I thought I was sort of dreaming, but then like, no, I'm awake. And I heard this snapping sound, but it was very unnatural, kind of like a twang or a metallic like snapping sound. And then uh, like kind of a buzz in between, like a snap. What? Very science fiction. And I grew up watching science fiction movies, like old, like 60s stuff, like Forbidden Planet. And as soon as I really realized that that's not a natural sound, I started freaking out. We're in the middle of nowhere. There is nothing out here. When we drove up we, in, in the very dim light of whatever moonlight there might have been, we could see the white band of the playa, you know? I mean, like, there's nothing. And, and then it stopped, right? So my mind is racing. And I'm like, I have to tell Jason. Like, I can't. So I'm like, Jason, Jason. And, and I'm trying to wake him up, but like in a way that he doesn't like jump up and freak out because like I'm thinking, is there someone outside the camper, but is it far away? So I wake him up and I'm like, Jason, there's something out there. Like I can hear something. So <laughs> I, I start coming to him. So I hear something, it's, it's make, there's something out there. It's making this noise. And when I was in the camper, before we left Reno, I was doing some last minute stuff and it was windy out. And it was, I think it was a little windy that night. So I, I was just like, does it sound like a, a bug stuck in the screen and flopping its wings around like a She's like, kind of, but not really. It's snapping in between. I'm like, is there, I don't know. I'm like, there's something hitting the camper maybe. I'm like, You're, it's nothing. And she's like, no, I, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Like, do we hear it right now? And I'm like, we both laid there quietly. I'm like laying there quiet, quiet, quiet for like at least nothing. 15, 20 minutes. So, so I, as soon as he's like, I, I, there's nothing out there. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm just being stupid. He, I'm safe. He's fine. I'm going to sleep. So now I go to sleep. <laughs> so now I'm like laying there and my mind's going I'm like, I'm like, what did she hear? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. all right, I'm just going to go back to sleep. And, I can tell she's starting to fall asleep. I can hear her kind of breathing heavy and like she's asleep. I'm just about passed out. And all of a sudden I hear, snap, snap, like, <laughs> and open my eyes. I'm like, what is that? Did it like, sound loud? Not, no. it, was it, did it, it sound like it was like right like, outside your vehicle? No, it sounded loud, but it was, well, for me, it sounded loud, but far away. Like, it sounded like a loud thing that I could hear because it was loud, but it was distant. And I couldn't tell exactly which way it was coming from. It was, was like, almost resonating around me. I felt like I could hear it, but I'm laying there trying to figure out which direction it is. And now, like, what direction I'm oriented, trying to, like, figure out, well, is it coming from the roadway? Is it something out there and like as it's it's doing it then it stops for about 30 45 seconds it was stopped and then all of a sudden the noise again and everything on my body just started kind of like tingly like hair and everything and then it went snap that loud snap noise again and my body was just fine again at this point i'm like trying to shake her and she's like out of it i have sleep problems because i'm bipolar so so then I started having these really crazy nightmares. I would wake up, but I wouldn't be able to move. And I like, I, 
So I was having sleep paralysis, but I was also having nightmares and they were awful. And all of the nightmares were telling me to leave the playa. It was like, go away. We have to get out of here. We have to get out. And one of the nightmares, a bunch of people ran up to our trailer and pushed it sideways and it rolled down the playa. Uh, maybe around four in the morning, I woke up again, finally pulled myself out of it. And I sat up in the dark and I remember looking out the window and I saw red blinking lights. And I was like, is that the police? Did those look close to the vehicle? Yeah, I mean, it was like maybe 20 feet outside enough to make this red blinking light pattern come through the window because it's a dark tinted window. It's not, it's not something that light easily comes through. Yeah. Um, when you saw these lights, were you also hearing the snapping or had that been done for a while? The snapping had stopped. Then at that point, I was like, I must be dreaming. This, I, this can't be real because Jason, I didn't know that Jason had woken up and heard it. You're like, I heard it too because I was like freaked out. So I, I fell back asleep. Yeah, like, <laughs> we talked about it the next day and we both describe exactly the same the same like, thing noise and sound neither yeah. one of us were we weren't awake at the same time listening but to like it together the, the other thing was is that i had this terrible urge that i wanted to leave this mm -hmm. and this, this is one of the first times i've had this happen while I kind of, traveling I did too. yeah and that's what we talked about we both had this awful like terrible desire to get out i wanted to get up and grab him and be like we're leaving right now please and then i had the thought if there's somebody out there, like, or something out there, I don't want to go out there. Right. Because we can't see out of our, we only yeah. have that one tinted window and then a door that we have to open. Like, I remember waiting until sunrise. As soon as, like, I knew the sun was coming up, I could kind of see, like, the tint of the window getting brighter. Opened up the doors, like, looked out, because I, I hadn't heard it for a while since I was laying there awake for, like, an hour. What huh. did you see the next morning? Playa. <laughs> we, the way that we parked, we opened up the door to the trailer, and in the distance, you can see just the flat white of the playa, yeah. mountains, playa, scrub brush down. And there weren't any power lines around that you could see. No. Did you say anything about um, helicopters or some aircrafts you saw? Well, we got up, and we were both like, what the heck? And then we were like, well, it's fine now. Let's just go. Let's just take go it easy. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're published in a book. You, you know, they're marked on Google Maps. They're, they're online. People go there. The road is well-traveled. So we're like, let's just check it out and let's take it easy. It was a beautiful morning. The sun was out. First, we tried to drive down to the playa with the trailer. And <laughs> ended up not, not such a good idea. We ended up having to back the trailer back out and, and we got down there and there are two tubs. One of one was full and one was empty. So we started filling the, the empty one. And, and then we went over to the full one. And I mean, it's, it's very beautiful, the view, but uh, the tub wasn't very hot, but we decided to get in anyway. We kind of hopped in and we were hanging out. And I mean, everything seemed fine. And all of a sudden there's this boom, boom. And the earth was shaking, like a boom, like the earth shook. And we're both like, what the hell? <laughs> Y'all are at the end of the world and the world is trying to tell you like, you are here. The thing is, is that like, we really felt oddly unsafe, but safe because these tubs were very obviously used. There was like a little 
like you see in the picture, there's a little goldfish float in it with a thermometer. I mean, people <laughs> go there. It's not like, you know, nobody's around, but nobody was there. And so we hear this boom, boom, and you can feel it in your body. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know. You like, know? is the guys are going to start shooting yeah. out next to us somewhere? Like, yeah. Is, is are we gonna get sucked down into the earth's crust in this moment now? <laughs> so so the third boom comes and i'm like that's it we're leaving <laughs> like i'm done with this place and we get up and we get out of the tile we're drying off and putting our clothes on and we that's, look up <laughs> and that's when two jets like came flying overhead like. but not just jets what kind of jets <laughs> Stealth, stealth stealth jets yeah. the black the black triangle jets. <gasps> the no. ones that often get mixed up as ufos, as UFOs. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that chase like fox Mulder and scully around and, and <laughs> oh no. my god but get this it gets better so we're watching these things fly over our head from one mountain range to another yeah. and they're obviously they're practicing and doing their little war games or whatever and one of them goes into a full free fall. Like after they, they well, just rose up and then one of them spiraling like, like this down, <laughs> just straight down to the ground and then picks it up again. And I'm like, okay, well now we know where the booms are coming from. They're sonic yeah, booms. They're sonic booms from the jets. Okay, so I'm like, okay, well now I feel a little bit better about the sonic boom. You know, it still doesn't friggin' explain the the microwave weird noise last night. I don't I don't get all that. So we get in the car and we're like, it's time to go. Something doesn't really want us here. We're being told. Yeah, know. we went and hooked the trailer up, and then they flew back over, like yeah. back past us. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I mean, we were just because the wind was really bad too. Like we went to go to the other tub. And the wind was just so bad. We it was couldn't, blowing all the applied dust was, up in uh, our face. It was awful. <laughs> so. and it was just, it was really cold and the wind was picking up more and more. And we were just like, you know what? I think we're like in overall just being told that we're, we're not supposed to be here right now. You know, whether that's good or bad, we don't want to find out. So we decided to leave and we drive out. And first we're going to cross the back roads out. And then we decided it wasn't a good idea for whatever reason. We we're go, low on gas. We were low on gas, that's right. So we go back out um, the way we came and we get back out on the main road. And so so the way we came is like a northern kind of a, a road that cuts across the valley. And then it hits the main road and the main road goes south a little bit before you go back. So it goes around the playa, right? Mm -hmm. So we get on the main road and we're cutting down south around the playa. And what do we come upon? <laughs> I like playing, I'm like, look at that. It's just this big army truck parked on the side of the road that's been there for a while. You can tell, like, grass and scrub brush around it. But all these antennas, like, crazy out it top was, of it. Just it was like, like a stealth military. It was, it, was a, it was a truck with a flatbed, and there was a box on the back of the flatbed. And the box was all covered in camouflage, and there were, like, a thousand antennas sticking out of it. <laughs> I mean, it was just so bizarre, but it was definitely military. And it was definitely, it was like government. And we kept driving and Jason's like, take a picture. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, we need to get out of here now. <laughs> I'm like, they let us live through whatever weird alien extraterrestrial like war game they were playing last night across the playa. 
let's just get out of here and like count our chickens. You got to wonder. Yeah. You got to wonder if they're just up there in their fighter jets seeing you guys down there like hey let's give them a while right, that's I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was like they're totally like, totally fucking with they're they're totally- totally- if they're gonna do anything if they're gonna do any testing i mean i'm sure that they look at it, satellites you know whatever to see if there's anybody out there what's going on people go there all the time i'm sure they, they knew we were out there yeah. i wonder if it came from those antennas all that snapping sound even though i don't really know that antennas make snapping sounds but so uh, my theory, if it wasn't extraterrestrial, it was military war games and they were probably testing some kind of weapon. Yeah. My, so, so my dad works for the government and he actually does this for a living and to the point where he can't really tell me what he does for a living. So what's funny is I got right on my phone immediately and I was like, so uh, dad. <laughs> So uh, I was out in this playa in central Nevada last night and blah, 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 you know, write down the whole story as shortly as I can. And I was like, so did I just get microwaved? Should I be worried? Like, Did I just lose 10 years of my life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote, I'm like, it was that some kind of military thing, you think? Of course, if he knows, he can't say anything. He just wrote back and he was like, yeah, it sounds like something with microwaves, but I don't really know because I'm not out there. And I'm like, thanks, dad, for your comforting words at this vulnerable moment in my life <laughs> well i mean 20 or 30 years from now when it's declassified he'll probably turn around and be like hey kids so remember that time you told me about when you went to the hot springs and uh, you heard some kind of whapping noise at night and saw a military truck now i can tell you what that was that's like what's gonna happen he's gonna be sitting in his rocker you know tell- oh it's getting a little choppy can you guys see me hear me oh yeah i hear you okay okay it seems like it's back to normal the fact that jason actually felt they know what we're up to you see huh wait what what's happening (laughs) the government knows what we're talking about right (laughs) (laughs) it's like all three of us are just never seen again on the road (laughs) we got contact. We're <laughs> 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 talking about microwaves. We're going to need some backup here. Here's a... I mean, Jason, can you get that thing out of the microwave? <laughs> I have some popcorn in the microwave right now. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that Jason had a physical reaction or he felt the hair on his body rise and then go away once he heard that snapping sound. Yeah, because like at first, oh, I'm just freaking out, but then I like did it, and I was just like, like stop, like I'm not waking her up, I'm not waking her up, I'm like, I'm gonna try to go back to sleep. Yeah, you guys really sound like the dream team here. It's like one of you's awake, like oh, and then the other's asleep, and then you like reverse it. Yeah, and every like that's a funny thing because like whenever one is awake, they're thinking I don't want to wake the other one up because they'll think I'm crazy. But the, we're both like having the same experience, which is really the, the best thing about it, you know. I don't know what was going on, but some there was some kind of really bad negative energy going on whether that was some kind of experimental technology you know and this is my testimony to whoever was experimenting on us it works we wanted to leave (laughs) okay (laughs) you know but like yeah 
I don't know what would make, I mean, giant Tesla coils, but there was nothing out there. I have yet to explore Nevada and the big open desert. I've done a little bit in Arizona, but that's honestly one of my fears is just weird stuff happens in the big open desert, especially I feel like in Nevada. And it's like you're saying where you can show up to a place and it's beautiful. It looks fine. There's nothing going on. Woohoo. Good. Middle of the night. Boom. Aliens. What yeah. do you do? That's kind of how we felt. I mean, we've been so many other places in Nevada and I've never, have we ever felt unsafe? No, I mean, the most unsafe we ever felt was in Florida. People, not aliens. Well, and, and yeah. I guess the South, just, just <laughs> traveling in the South. But yeah. yeah, there was no like weird alien vibe. I mean, we've been around the Black Rock. We've done Carson Valley, Leviathan Mine stuff, like all those weird places. And the only things we encountered were like, idiot hipsters trying to light shit on fire yeah. <laughs> it's like the worst of it. good well i hope you guys don't have more experiences like that it doesn't happen that often. i mean it's like a once in a lifetime thing you get abducted by aliens so if that's what happened it's done it's over i can move on I <laughs> <laughs> Not to like burst your bubble here, but I have done my alien research and they do like to come back for visits. You may or may not, actually this is too dark to say, but <laughs> ovarian cancer is popular among alien abductees. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I'll okay. keep an eye on them. Perfect. Perfect. Everyone's okay down there? <laughs> <laughs> I half believe in it, but then I don't, but then I do, but then I'm like intrigued by it. I certainly believe that there's definitely other life in the universe. Whether they bother to come here, the universe has been around long enough that if you look at like how quickly humans have developed technology since the industrial revolution, <laughs> it's certainly possible that if an alien race somewhere started its industrial revolution a million years ago, I mean, imagine how far advanced it could be by now, right? So, I mean, it's so true. It's certainly possible, but I hope that they're having fun with us and that it's not nefarious. I mean, I hope that, yeah, I hope that it is sort of like aliens being like, hey, look at these idiots. <laughs> let's screw them. I no. think that is what it is. I think they're I, like, ooh, let's poke and prod it. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I hope that if they're visiting us, it's out of curiosity and, and a sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. Do you guys have Instagram or websites that you want to share right now that people can find your work or your travels? For travels, we have Betty White and the Boondockers. That's on Instagram. And I have a website for my art. Uh, if anybody's yeah. into weird conceptual feminist art, warning, there are controversial topics depicted. Warning. It's www.sarah dash armas.com and that's sarah without an h and that's a-r-m-a-s m as in mary sarah dash armas.com yeah boom thank All you right, guys so much night. yeah you night. too guys thank you so much for listening to the first episode of van life horror stories podcast you can subscribe to the podcast on my website greenvango.com and then just hit the podcast menu item or on whatever preferred podcast listening platform you use. I'll also be sharing updates on my Instagram account, green.van.go, every time I release a new episode. 
And if you have a story or if you know of someone with a great story, please have them reach out to me. You can do that by going to my website, greenvango.com, hit the contact menu item, and then fill out the form. Thank you so much, guys, and until next time.